You're not ready for the big move. Yes, I am. I want your big move. You can't move. handle the big move, trust Tell me. Tell me a big move. I work dirty dancing into the conversation. I'm also just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her. What the hell was that? I'm showing you the magic. I, yeah. No, I said come 90 and then I come 10. You don't go to whole 100. You complete me. Just shut up. You had me at hello. You had me at hello. And we hope to have you at hello as well. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Dudes Love Rom-Coms, a show where guys finally open up and discuss their true feelings on rom-coms. That, that's how the intro goes, right? Yeah. Yep, it's been a while. You, you, you did it pretty good. Okay, well, we're coming back. It's been a little while, as Trent just said. Same co-hosts, got Kyle on my left. I, happy holidays? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say right now. <laughs> and Trent, am I right? Hey, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. I think we're all just trying to get back in the swing of things. As we said, been a little while. We had some things come up. Life got in the way. But most importantly, we are back in time for the holiday season to talk about some of everybody's favorite Christmas movies. And we have the first one on our docket tonight. Who wants to... Who wants to kick it off? It's pretty straightforward. It's The Holiday. The Holiday. 2006. <laughs> Hold on, I just had to bring it up. A 2006 American romantic comedy filmed uh, in L.A. and England. And basically, the, the plot of the movie, if you're not familiar with it, Iris Simpson, played by Kate Winslet, is a columnist for The Daily Telegraph. She's in love with this guy named Jasper Bloom. Over three years, they have a relationship, but then she ends up getting her heart broken when he gets engaged to someone that they work with. So she decides to go to L.A. for the holiday season. Basically, what, what, what does she do? She it's like, a home exchange. A home exchange, which it's I've like never heard Airbnb of. Airbnb before Airbnb, except you like <laughs> ex- completely swap lives. Not to get ahead of ourselves, but that was one of my trivia was... That uh, website, Home Exchange, is it's actually real. a real website. Really? Yeah. It's a big thing in England, apparently. Which is crazy. So I like debated going on. And the fact that you could click like country, then city, and everything was just insane. But you know, I also, on computers I did websites. hear to follow up on that, and then we can get back to the topic at hand. But they kind of started regulating it a lot more because they were having problems with a lot of <laughs> with these home exchanges. Wow. Sorry to take a little We're dark We're so back, there. boys. The dark, the dark side to rom-coms. Yeah, they don't say that in the movies, right? Yeah. But it sounds like it's big in London, England. It's also big in L.A. because Cameron Diaz, she signs up for the service as well after she finds out that her boyfriend, I forget his name, he's very Ethan. familiar, Ethan, uh, after Ethan was found to be cheating on her. So she ends up swapping with Iris. She goes, Cameron Diaz... What, what's her character's name again? How Amanda. 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 <laughs> Mike, no, I just don't Mike, have it. We've had like six months to watch it. Did you I, watch it? Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't have it in front of me. No, but, just kidding. So Amanda goes to England to be specific. Surrey. Uh, Iris goes, or yeah, Iris goes to LA. They kind of swap lives for a little while. Hilarity ensues. Romantics ensue. Everybody probably knows it if you're listening to this. So why don't we just get into the meat of it? Kyle, why do you guys like this movie? Why do guys like this movie? I just took it as, I think guys like it because it's pretty much a star-studded cast, right? And I think the big thing 
why guys like a lot of romantic comedies is the multi-character development that keeps everybody on their toes, right? You got these two women who trade homes in hopes, you know what I mean, to change a dress to change their lives. And the kind of comedy that ensues and the love that ensues, I think that is something that guys like. And on top of that, you have the star-studded uh, Jude Law, Cameron Diaz, uh, who else? Jack Black that are all in it. That I- I'm gonna go watch that if I'm seeing it. It's not like a off-the-cuff uh, rom-com that you'd have to go and find. You, it's the holiday season. Yeah, I, I mentioned the leading ladies in this, and I unfortunately forgot to mention Jack Black and Jude Law, two A-list celebrities as well and I agree with you I think as a guy there are very few things that I need in a romantic comedy to love it it's stars it's a cool location and it's a plot line that by the end of it just has you feeling good yeah and I think that this hits all of them I mean Cameron Diaz you know Jack Black uh were at I think the primes of their careers when this was filmed Jude Law as well I mean he hasn't really been in much recently and Kate Winslet I mean, he's Dumbledore. Oh, well, aside from that, that's not a romantic comedy. Other. This was, Sorry, this was rom-com. This was I think this was his, his first rom-com. But, yeah. But I think you're right, and I think this one, it's not super complicated. The plot lines are relatively simple, and it really, it's, you can just light, the, light a fireplace, curl up on the couch, have a sip of cocoa, maybe a glass of wine, and with just watch a holiday. Yeah, with a couple marshmallows in there. Five, only five. Yep, only five, specifically. Quote in the scene. The only thing I'll say is I kind of don't like how L.A. was the American city that they chose. I think England, around the holidays, it's very festive, very romantic, but L.A. around Christmas, I mean... I, I think the holiday, the Hollywood aspect of a lot of the characters was pretty integral to the character development and what was going on there, so... I think like they they had to have it in, but in also too- and New York would be too much of like you have two con- like conflicting worlds. New York to a like London, or like in England, it's like okay, it's both kind of snowy and everything. L.A. is like summer year round. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, but that, it actually to contrasts. Build, to, to build on that point though, I think too when you have multiple plots, they have to be. Uh, different and add value to it right you wouldn't want just like the same plots on both sides and I think we see this a little bit of the characters and everything where the love stories the comedy and even the locations are kind of very contrasting which adds value to when you move from scene to scene back and forth you're getting a different flavor that it's not just all one reoccurring Um, it's kind of like two stories in one where you're watching in one jam-packed Romantic holiday, uh, romantic comedy <laughs> holiday special. <laughs> no, I definitely agree with that. Um, so we we talked why guys like it. Why do we think girls like it? Trent, why do you take it off? I think a lot of the things we already mentioned, girls like it for those same reasons. They love the star study cast. I think we've talked about it in other episodes. It's people like seeing pretty people together, and so I think the Jude Law. Cameron Diaz relationship is probably a little bit more of the I would say highlight for girls just they wouldn't mind being Cameron Diaz sitting in a little cottage and a drunk Jude Law come knocks on the doors apparently girls think Jude Law is really hot I didn't really get it I always kind of thought he was sort of creepy um maybe that's just because I would not trust him with a girl I was dating at all um so I think there was very conflicting I was very conflicted about Jude Law's character because you have one guy where 
he's going over and he's like a one night stand womanizer and then all of a sudden he's like a widowed father that is all about his kids so those to me was like he got out he was like had two sides to his life that I couldn't gauge which one is he really is he going out on one night stands all the time or is he like just a widowed father that's really looking for love? It's funny you say that because I was doing a little research and one of the critiques of the movie was that it's predictable. But I remember watching this and I still remember you know, seeing it in theaters and it was not predictable for me at all. I was totally like sideswiped uh, by the change in... <laughs> our neighbor's outside. Yeah. By the change <laughs> in how he went from that, yeah, womanizing guy to, oh, she opens the door and there are kids and he's Mr. Napkinhead. Just totally. Or even, the, the, he's always on the call with his yeah. daughters. Yeah. Never or mind just his thinking. other women. Exactly. So, like, yeah. you kind of play that off. And I remember first time watching that, I thought for sure it was... Because uh, I don't trust the guy. And I don't lady. trust the character <laughs> in the first... I don't trust the actor in the first place. And so then it took a while for me, but... By the end, when you meet the daughters and you see the family dynamic that he that he has, and like him talking with his sister and everything, it's like okay, uh, I'll give it to him. I kind of like the guy. And and I have to say that first scene with Cameron Diaz when he walks in, and I'm sitting there being like, I wish one of my siblings could have like a young, attractive visitor just be there and I could casually come in there and be like hey hi how are you doing and then just all of a sudden and then have, have confidence her, and, and then have her say and then have her say I think given all of these circumstances we should have sex you know um given that I'm in a bit of a personal crisis and um I find myself in a total stranger's home in yeah. a town that I can't actually remember the name of and considering that you showed up and you're like insanely good looking and really drunk and probably won't remember me anyway um i'm thinking we should have sex yeah exactly like that that to are, me is, like, this, is this a, a trick never gonna happen to me but <laughs> really cool if that would because i would sign up instantly <laughs> yeah you've got to sign up for home swap or whatever it is oh i'm trying i was going through like what i would think i would be awkward probably like stumble and then just walk out being like nothing happened <laughs> I, yeah, I would probably text my sibling or sister and be like, why is this strange person here? I'm uh, going to be leaving now. Yeah, I'm going to be leaving now. I just want to like not get sued for breaking out a ring or whatever. But what would be some fun trivia or facts that we came across um, in our research? We've already touched on some of them. Yeah, I mean, so I thought one that was kind of interesting, and this kind of goes, we talked about, I think, Cameron Diaz and um, Jude Law's kind of relationship that was developing in... England, and then you have Jack Black's character and uh, Kate Winslet in L.A. When they were out at the block, a blockbuster video, rest in peace, um, Dustin Hoffman made a cameo in the movie. And apparently, he was not scheduled to be in this movie. It was a complete ad hoc. He was driving to this blockbuster to rent a movie that night and saw all the cameras in the production and saw Nancy Myers, the writer of the, the movie, who he knew, and went up and was talking to him, and then she was like, oh, let me get you into this scene real quick, and then did, made a quick cameo, and uh, I thought that was pretty, you don't, that's one of the benefits of the fact that they were filming it in LA, and not somewhere else, yeah. is you had a lot of the celebrity things, then you had the James Franco and Lindsay Lohan make their cameos in the the movie trailer that, they, uh, that Cameron Diaz's company is producing, so I thought kind of the cameo things were pretty cool, and that how Dustin... Hoffman's was completely improvised. I read that. I completely agree. It's just crazy that 
I just can't imagine a star walks up and it's like, oh yeah, let's fit you in, you know, in this scene in our blockbuster or whatever that we're filming in. Another star in the making that was in the movie, I don't know if you guys caught this, John Krasinski yeah. was one of the people that was employed by Cameron Diaz's character. Yeah. What yeah. was her job? She was a... She owned she, a product. She owned a. I think she was trailers, the owner right? of a movie. company that makes mo- produces. So she's movie like an trailers. exec trailers. I just thought that was a funny job, though. Yeah. To be like, I I laughed at that. So I thought one of the other nice ones was uh the girl working with John Krasinski's character. Can't remember what her the actress's name is, but she is the friend, uh, from Hitch, that plays like the shrink. The friend oh, that is the oh, fake yes, shrink yes. from Hitch. So nice. So little. good cameos is the good yeah. trivia. I like that. But we're also gonna we're gonna date ourselves a little here. But this is more of a philosophical debate that I think this is the time that we get into this. The movie was filmed in 2006 and came out of Christmas of that year. It just blows my mind that we can't get one of these types of movies every year. Like it's a good movie. Don't get me wrong, and I like the plot, but. The formula, I feel like, is so repeatable, and it did really well in the box office. And I would just love to have more Christmas movies along this line to watch during the holidays. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. if you think about just, like, the general the general idea of rom-coms during Christmas is, like, what are you doing? You're usually at home with families, and movies are a big thing, right? You're usually not going out on, like, to crazy, you know what I mean, things during the holidays. I mean, you might have a holiday party, but there's always one or two nights where you're just hanging with the fam. So movies could become the it, thing to do, and rom-coms fit it in that you get that love love story so you can feel happy at the end where two people are together. And then also the kind of comedy adds the, that keeps it soft, that it's not too dramatic, and you have to be, you can casually watch it if yeah. you really want to. And it's been 12 years since this came out, and I would say there are a handful of good Christmas rom-coms that have come out, but nothing... I, I think Love Actually was actually before this, but nothing that's reached this level. And it just frustrates me. Because I'm, I'm yeah. trolling Netflix to find a good Christmas movie rom-com to watch. Nothing. I think movies, and I mean, without going too off, I mean, movies in general have been... changed a lot, and the formula for them has changed mm. so much as well. I mean, like, they cry, I mean, New Year's Eve, the spinoff of Valentine's Day... Like that movie was like an attempt at sort of that's sort of holiday bunch of star-studded cast, but that movie kind of wasn't that good. Um, yep, I would probably say no. Um, that's but a good no, point. it is tough. I miss those. That's why you, it feels like for the in even broader Christmas movies, you kind of got to go back to some of the classics in order to really get that. Well, I feel like the two thousands was also like the the golden age. Blockbuster oh. was still there. Yeah, yeah. Dustin Hoffman no, apparently goes about, to Blockbuster. If you think of all your rom-com holiday uh, movies that came out it was probably mid early 2000s they all that was to your the love point. actually generation yeah, yeah that's what I'm, and yeah. it was there's a lot of like we can go through them and we're gonna review a lot of them but that was the golden age of holiday season rom-coms the golden age of cinema golden age of cinema 2000 the early two, the 2000 to 2008 <laughs> focused on the rom-com uh, was that was that your genre? trivia mike or is that no just no <laughs> I, my trivia is actually that was a theory we went up those are philosophical analysis yeah, of the, exactly. the cinema, we just got really cinema deep industry here. 
So. I really haven't had a public forum to express <laughs> all of my thoughts and questions and concerns. So. How Netflix is ruining the uh, entertainment industry. <laughs> I just feel like I could, it boils down to I could write a better rom-com for the holidays than half of the challenge, rom-coms that they have acceptance. on Netflix. Yep, any funders out there yeah. that would like uh, three guys that have a <laughs> very strong background in rom-coms to uh, write their next uh, screenplay, let us know. Yeah, we'll we'll see what comes into the email box, but... My fun fact, you might have read this. This is pretty recent. The cottage in England that Amanda Cameron Diaz's character stays in and meets Graham Jude Law. The cottage, not that they filmed it in, but that was in, that inspired the movie is currently up for sale. It's called Honeysuckle Cottage. It's in the London commuter village of Holmbury, St. Mary. And yeah, it's what inspired Iris's home in the movie, and we could buy it. How much is it? That's a good question. I have it. I converted it from pounds to dollars. What would you guys guess? Obviously, it's a little different. I don't know what the real estate market 2000, is. Two thousand eighteen dollars. Two thousand eighteen dollars. I, I mean, say it's eight million. Eight eight million. Yeah. <laughs> have, did you see the house? No. But I think no, the house in the movie. The well, I mean, I've seen the house, but I'm saying the inspiration for it. I guess oh, yeah. if it looks exactly. I was kind of mad about but the that, location, though. the lot, the like. So, I don't okay, know. yours is eight million. What's yours? I'm thinking it's lower. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the London housing market is booming. I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I'm gonna go under. But well, that's not a guess. What's your guess? Let's say it's one point five. Okay. Uh... Well, you'll both be surprised and happy to know it is under both of your guesses. It's eight hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars in two thousand eight. So you're saying inflation? No, two thousand eighteen. It's on sale oh, okay. as of November thirtieth. Oh, I thought you market. said two thousand eight. So I'll call That's my broker. I'll call my broker in London. We'll yeah. uh, we'll just do a home exchange. I, I didn't discount for inflation. They can I, take you, this apartment. We'll take the the cottage. I will say though, it doesn't look exactly holidays. like the one that they filmed in, and it kind of bothered me because no, the same way. What do you mean? I was bothered that the house wasn't real. Yeah. Like, because I feel like yeah. that's a pivotal thing. Like, think about um, what's the Julia Roberts one we did uh, with the blue door? Notting, Notting, Notting Hill, Hill, right? Like, that you have, there's like different things that you can go and see and be like, this was part of the movie. It seems like that house is a perfect situation where they could have used a real house. They filmed and, in Surrey. And, like, yeah. They so, filmed scenes there. But I think they like built it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah the, they like built the set for it that made it look like exactly. That house, yeah. But, but they, the village scenes is all real. Yeah, they yeah. did film in Surrey, so in theory they could have got a house and just filmed in it. Yep. I don't know too much about production for movies, but I just assume Maybe. they could have done it. It was under a million that they could have paid for that house. I, we could still buy it, but I was I was still disappointed because it doesn't look exactly the same. Yeah. I just wanted like that exact house. I want it. But also, can we talk right about now. like inspired? Like, you could name a lot of different houses probably in that area that inspired it. That, no, yeah, that was the other I, thing I that hate how you me. can, like, pick one that you're like, this is the inspiration, where they probably looked at, like, 15 different houses, and maybe that was the one that they kind of settled on, but also, it's not the fact that it's not the real one that they, and they had to build it just for production in a random field, means... It's I an English that. countryside cottage. Yeah. We all know what those are supposed to look like. It's, yeah. Well, the weird part about it was, despite this being the inspiration for the movie, they don't list that in the actual description of the property on the broker website. I thought right. that was kind of weird. So you did a lot of... I did. I, I submitted a couple... When's, when's the open house? Submitted a couple bids, a couple bids you know, we'll have to see. 
Uh, Kyle, what was your fun fact? I already did it. I'll, I'll keep it with the um, home exchange, but yeah. I, both ears were at home. The one thing I can say was funny researching it, though, because if you type the holiday in and try to like do trivia, it just like you get all seasonal. It was tough to get to like. Well, the, the movie. Holiday Inn is a movie as well, right? What? The Holiday Inn is a movie, right? Well, yeah, no, but I'm saying you had to like get to like movie right rather if you just do the holiday you get like christmas stuff you get yes. like j crew ads you get oh, like yeah. everything so it was like very funny to do the the research for it because mm-hmm. it would be like movie or like jude law or like cameron diaz the buzzwords really buzzwords yeah mm-hmm. so that's kind of so wait you're it, mine was just that the actual website that they use is a real oh yeah exchange we talked about where that all the movie. murderers and yeah. drug dealers go but on and if you ever Break up with someone right before the holiday season. Take a look on it. Look at London, LA. Yeah. You might change your address. We should post, you might change your fate. We should we should post the apartment on. I was uh, just gonna say you exchange. guys can list like the couch that you're sitting on yeah. for a spot. The third roommate's room. Yeah. Maybe you'll get Cameron Diaz to come in and, and crash. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> the That's the other roommate. thing. The timing there. I thought of you, Trent. So what was it? when they emailed them and then when do you want to move tomorrow? Because I know you th- hate how unrealistic timing is at some of them. And it was, I was laughing. They're like, yeah. Hey, just met. Like, how are you? Oh, I'm neat. Uh, like, do you want men there? And then she's like, no. He's like, okay, come tomorrow. And you're like, wait a second. Yeah. I don't think it really works that way. And then for them to, for Amanda's character to land into England, he's only there for a couple hours. Has already killed a bottle of wine. And then it's like, yeah, I think I'm going to leave. And it's already booked her flight to come back. Yeah. Like she, that's that pretty was a quick, great quick scene, moving. though. Cameron Diaz uh, just chugging a bottle of wine in the grocery store. Yeah. Has got, that, I, that was a classic I, scene. I, I, I chuckle that, that. I mean, we could talk about more yeah, why we like it, but that's like, I'll, I'll go into it right now. I thought Cameron Diaz was just very funny. And I like the contrast between, I thought, um, so uh, Kate Winslet was more funny things happened to her. I don't think she was as funny. She was more, like, innocent and nice. But I thought um, Cameron Diaz was so fun. Like, when she was talking about, like, uh, after the breakup, how she wanted to get away, and she was, like, talking about, like, I want to read a book. Not, like, a magazine, like, a whole book. Or went into the stats on, like, do you know, like, women over the age of 35 are more likely to be attacked by a terrorist than get married? Like, just, she started throwing <laughs> out. I was dying. Throughout this thing, I thought Cameron Diaz's character was very funny. Yeah, she was a she was a great character. I was way more interested, and I think thought Kate Winslet and like Jack Black and everything going on in L.A. was fine. I was just more invested and cared more about what was going on with Cameron Diaz and Jude Law in England. I thought that side of the story was more interesting, had more depth, and kind of was a little more maybe more not depth. more depth, maybe, was, maybe not more depth, more, but it was more physical. What it was, it was yeah. <laughs> the one thing that we can cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no comment there. Uh, well, I was gonna say, I mean, because you mentioned Jude Law, I think he was my favorite character, and he's the reason that I liked it. I think the range that he played in this, from being the quote-unquote womanizer at the beginning, you think he's up to bad things, and then by the end of it, he's Mister Napkinhead, and he's really a I don't good. Buy it, though. You don't buy it. You think he's just manipulating her? This is his thing? The fact that he's... Yeah, it seems like he's... I was torn by that. I, I literally... That was one where I wanted to be like... Because he was talking about how I have cows in the backyard, how he sews, right? He buys, like, uh, tutus, he's right? Mr. And Mom. He's a, yeah, he's... But it's also... I don't know. I was just... 
I was torn about it. I so was I was sold. I was convinced. That was actually my favorite scene was like once we got introduced to his kids, I was a sucker for the kids. Sophie and Olivia, they were my probably my two favorite characters. And just that entire scene when they like have the dinner, Mr. Napkinhead, they go into their Ford and they're like, Oh, we never have grown up ladies come over and like the three musketeers line and the common bond they had between those. I thought that was like the classic big I guess not the grand gesture, but that moment where you see the sparks kind of fly and that emotional connection really hit home for both of them. As problematical as this fact may be, I am in love with you. And I'm not feeling this because you're leaving and not because it feels good to feel this way, which by the way, it does or did before you went off like that. I can't figure out the mathematics of this. I just know I love you. Can't believe how many times I'm saying it. I'm gonna pose a question to you guys. So we've reviewed The Holiday now with Jude Law. We did Crazy Stupid Love with Ryan Gosling. Say you guys had a daughter and she was being courted by two men who just happened to be so Jude Law and her, Ryan Gosling. And these so I already said I don't trust Jude Law. Yeah, so well, I still don't and you trust, trust Ryan Gosling in I Crazy Stupid Ryan Love? I, oh, the character. <laughs> See, no, so the character in Crazy I'm talking Stupid about the characters, Love. not the actors. Okay. See, because I trust Ryan Gosling as a yeah, as well, an actor. I don't trust Jude Law as an actor. I trust Jude Law's character. No, but I'm I think Mike, Mike's talking about the characters yeah. in it. The character would be Jude Law's character. So Jude Law's character in The Holiday versus Ryan Gosling's character in Crazy Stupid Love. Who do you trust more with your daughter? Trent, ne- Neither. Ju- neither. Can Ju- we say neither? Ju- this is, Ju- this is my character. daughter you're talking about. Yeah, so who do you, do neither. you say neither? They're not, you can't go out with either of them. No, you know who, what the answer is? Jack Black's character. If we want to bring that up... No, I, we haven't talked about him. I've, I hated that. I hated Jack Black characters. I didn't Miles. get it. What? Miles. Miles. Like, I thought Jack Black, he was like very like... He had some swagger and he was funny, and I just feel like that's not Jack Black to me. I, it was a very tough role for him to come from where his background is to doing rom-coms, and I just couldn't get him fit into that character. I was always thinking of him as his previous roles. I don't know if that... It just bothered me. It was like, you're Jack Black. You're saving the day now, but you're Jack Black. It doesn't work Yeah, for me. he came off as kind of like friend-zony. I really didn't buy the whole Kate Winslet relationship thing it seemed like they're more you know buddy buddy as opposed to romantically involved but i think he was meant to be kind of that i get his character's role though in the grand scheme of it where you need kind of the he's the character that we're supposed to relate more to than jude law's character i think yeah but i think just jack black in a love storyline i think it was tough it was it it was tough for him and it was was tough for me to get over but I, I agree. I get I get what he added to it, but I think there probably could be other uh, actors out there that could have fit that role. It was just I couldn't get. I me personally, I couldn't get over Jack Black. But I think he did a valiant effort in what he was trying to be as an as an actor in the role that he fit within. It was a friend zone type thing, kind of. And I think that's relatable. Yeah, but I also think that was the kind of relationship that. Kate Winslet's character Iris was more looking for. Oh, it's yeah. more of a true friend considering she more had just this like 
lustful relationship over three years that's more of a three-year-long affair with one of her co-workers. Yeah, I was going to say... She needed something more grounded in having, like, a conversation I want to get to someone. Jasper. Yeah. Are you right, Jasper's the, Jasper's the biggest... No, but Jack Black, you think of it comparing it to Jasper? Yeah. Like, when they're at the Blockbuster, he gets a large and a medium, and he's like, which one do you want? Like, that thoughtfulness is something that Kate Winslet's character needed. Yeah, right? it reminds and, me of myself, honestly. Yeah. I wasn't going to say... <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, he's the, he's the Albert Brenneman kind of character. Yes, he's so, he's A-B for sure. Yeah. I think if anyone really lived up to the role that they were supposed to play, it was definitely Jasper, right? How so? He, was, he, hit, a, he hit a home run in being a complete tool bag yeah. that no one likes. He kind of just came off like the way that his character yes. slinked through all the scenes. He definitely lived up to the hype. Jasper. Is it okay that I'm calling you? Um... I suppose so. How are you? Could we start with a less complicated question? <laughs> What's wrong? I'm, I'm having some real problems with this section of my book. Can use some iris. <laughs> Would it be awful if I'd send you some pages? Just tell me if it is. I don't want to mess you up, but I'd, I'd, I know that you're the only one who can really help me. <sighs> no, well, I mean... <laughs> If you need me. Well, you know you are my little survival kit. <sighs> so, Simki, you put on that little red bikini yet? You know, the one that unties at the back. I, I thought that first scene too, I always laugh about it when he goes in and they try to exchange president and then he goes out and announces the engagement. It was complete curveball and I thought it was very well done and added the comedy kind of setting up the character. Of what. I still don't get why he went all the way to L.A. from England or London. Because he's a, like, what he's was a he, scumbag. Well, yeah, but like he's... what, look, if he was doing it to, you know, get with her or something, okay, that's one thing. But he was kind of just waffling when he got there and... I thought maybe it was like it seems there was like going to be some grand romantic to, he, he gesture. Need, he needed her more, and he didn't. It's like kind of like you don't know what you have until it's gone type thing. And I think that's yeah. why he actually realized he needed her from more of an intimate relationship type. But he didn't want to give up what he already had on the other side. So he wanted he wanted to have his well, kid. and that's how and that's what uh, Iris and Miles were able to bond over is mm-hmm. they both had a relationship that was similar in that mindset. They were both kind of. With someone else that was maybe a little bit more powerful or aspiring, like Miles had the uh, I can't remember the character's name, but she's the girl from uh, A Knight's Tale, and like she's the aspiring actress that's been cheating she's on Jack Black the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so like they both had been hurt very badly, and they were able to like, and they both dealt with them trying to come back and went like steal them back over, and they said no, like get out of here. And I think them having each other and already having that friendship kind of developing helped allow them to finally move on. So moving forward, you think they moved on? Where do we see these characters nowadays? I think sticking on the Miles and Iris thing. So I do think that they stayed together. And I think Iris moves to L.A. At first I was thinking... Miles's job, he's kind of like just the music producer, composer for like these. This is Jack Black trailers. and Kate Winslet. Ja- that yeah, yeah, Jack yeah. Black and Kate Winslet. His job's not that I think important or super high level. Like, so he could probably let it go. But I think more Iris wants to get needs to get out of the environment that she's in and would enjoy coming to L.A. 
she gets to hang out with her best bud Arthur who's great character the old man golden oh. age of cinema screenwriter like he's a great kind of father figure support thing for Iris given if she leaves England she's not going to have Jude Law you know, like her big brother there to but if we do where are you now I think they're together yeah, she's going to be able to find a good do, gig in LA not to be morbid but if you do where are they now Arthur was like 90 so he probably, probably doesn't have too much longer. He probably doesn't. That, but. but to your point, that was my favorite. That was my favorite love story. Which Arthur one? and Iris. Yeah, yeah. The I old, that the old like, man relationship. Nice little added trivia. Uh, Nancy Myers, who wrote this movie, she wrote just a few years ago, The Intern. Oh. With uh, Anne Hathaway and yeah. Robert De Niro, where yeah. you had again a the young female. That's having some issues and struggling, and then you have the older. Oh, I was older. thinking the Vince Vaughn, uh, <laughs> the Owen Wilson one. No, this is where <laughs> Robert De Niro <laughs> the is. Internship? Yeah, is the same thing. The intern for Anne Hathaway and becomes that kind of father figure mentor to the um, young struggling female character, and so she definitely got some good practice writing that relationship. I think in this movie. No, yeah, just it was a, it was a. I thought it was a good side of side love story. I, yeah. I enjoyed every time that scene was going on because you could like. Some father daughter, but, but you, type if you're interested, they had that on the Kate Winslet Jack Black side, and then you had the kids on the Jude Law Cameron yep. Diaz. So you kind of brought everything in to it all together. I thought that was an interesting. The, the kids and Arthur kind of both served. Those, they're the secondary the same. stories that you need. Yeah. So, so there's the last scene where they're all, you know, the cameras panning out and they're all dancing, and it's New Year's Eve because that's the last scene that we see them celebrating, right? right? And, you know, you leave with this sense of everyone's together, they're all happy, and I just kind of assumed it was going to work out for everyone, but then I read, I was on Reddit, and I'm reading through <laughs> some of the subreddits on, you know, like, fan. You, are, you finding the house, Reddit, you are truly an I just investigated. Like, he's, he's a private investigator for uh, I just like yeah. to do my research, think outside the box, but... No, you really are. I I'm, love it. I'm on, uh, I'm on Reddit, and there was one... You know, commenter that I came across who had a really good point. None of these relationships work out because if you think about it, first of all, you have visas. That's that's a tough thing to overcome. I mean, we know in today's current climate, like those are not pre, easy to come by. But then pre-Brexit, okay, pre-Brexit, yeah. We are really then, topical with but the then think and border control. You have Cameron Diaz, Cameron Diaz and Jude Law, Cameron Diaz, high-powered executive. No way she's giving up that job. Um, she probably can't, you know, work in England and do it. Jude Law, he's got the kids. He's not taking them out of school. So he also has I, agree, I agree. I don't. I don't. I want it that one to last and kind of assume. It. But then when you think about it, I don't see how Graham and Amanda, yeah. the Jude Law and Cameron Diaz character. I don't know how that relationship can work. I think they both really want it to, but the reality of it, Cameron Diaz has to change drastic things. Jude Law can't go anywhere. He's staying put. Exactly. He's got the family, so she's gonna have to give up everything and come there. And I don't know if over two weeks. And just like a few conversations, like that can happen. Like, did she even ever actually respond saying that she loved Jude Law? Because he said it a few she times, cried. and she cried, she which never would cried before. symbolize that. But she never actually said it, and she seems like kind of a flake considering considering she wanted to leave after just a few hours right away. So well, that was she her comes, mo. She's yeah. all she's a have a. a Big time job, always working, doesn't have time for a relationship. Yeah. But I, I agree with you. When you look at the two, you got to pick the Jack Black, um, but Kate I, Winslet, because that's the that started off as a friendship. More was more innocent, 
I would say the Cameron Diaz Jude Law start off with a one night stand. What kind of Trent likes the physical aspect and the attractiveness <laughs> that we love. But then Iris, <laughs> Iris can't just leave Jude Law and her dot like his daughters. Oh, I, I thought I thought I Cam, Iris was very good with the kids. I was surprised by that. Yeah. To walk into it and see two little girls and how she reacted that whole scene. Oh, you mean Cam? Cameron, no, yeah, Amanda. Yeah, Amanda. Yeah, Amanda. I oh. said Iris. Oh, sorry. Iris is a sister. So you're saying, saying, but like, uh, yeah, because obviously, if Jude Law's character Graham is coming over and crashing at her oh, house sorry. all the time, okay. she is obviously very involved with her nieces. And, yes. And like, but if Cameron Diaz is staying, which I don't think she will, though. Yeah. yeah. So no one gets it's, together. It's I could see that. I could see it. And then, but that's like. But the, I think she's got to get a new job. She can't keep working at the Daily Telegraph with Jasper. This might. Be. Or Jasper gets arrested for you know whatever he's doing, like harassment, and he gets thrown in jail for that. I, Probably. I agree, but I like that not hot take. But you know, as soon as the eggnog wears off, it's back to reality, and, right? Yeah. And no one and no one lived happily ever after. And also, uh, why why don't they just run it back with a holiday too? Tell me why Who this doesn't work. Oh, that's a good the question. Same, same freaking characters. They made two hundred fifty million in the box office. Is Arthur dead though? Uh, maybe R.I.P. I don't know. I honestly <laughs> no, don't. No, but look. I, think I thought can... about that. I didn't want to look it up on purpose because yeah, it would have like made me upset. I thought I, I did think about that too. I think you, you wouldn't even need the same characters. Why not do it with any other characters? I mean, look at Disney. They're remaking Beauty and the Beast. Lion King, etc. Yeah. Remake the holidays. They can make a cartoon. Bring back version. the rom-coms in the digital well, ver- version. You don't even need to remake the holiday necessarily, but I don't know. I just think a holiday too. Like we we're talking about where they are now. Who doesn't want to see that? All right. So give me your lowdown of what you think. How would the holiday two start? Uh, the kids. <laughs> They're going to college. Kids are going to college. No, they're not in college. They don't even go to school anymore. They were trouble. They were troublemakers, and they dropped out. Okay. Those Sophie and Olivia. Yes, are Sophie and not Olivia troublemakers. They're turning tricks. <laughs> that never happened. Yeah, they're like the two sweetest little girls on the planet. But they yeah, have to be dealing to, weed. But to have a holiday too, they'd have to be together though. Uh, not necessarily. Maybe there's like they have to go back. Cameron Diaz has to go back because she left something there. A company? Her whole company? <laughs> no, she has to go back to England. Oh. And runs into him again? Yeah. I don't know if the holiday too. I'm like, I might not I'm be with you on I can, holiday I can too, think of a few. I, like, I can think of a lot of other holiday rom-coms that could maybe have a No, but I like your the idea that it is replicable. It. I feel like it's a perfect thing that we've talked about where you're snuggled up in... A s- snow outside, the fire's on, you got a little eggnog, maybe for some red wine, and you want to just cuddle up and watch a good, horm- uh, heartfelt um, movie, I think you could replicate the holiday very easily. Yeah. We need more. We need like, more. Talking about more, we're going to review some more of that. And we're going to talk about them. Yeah. We're going to talk about them, we're going to review them. Think we're just about out of time. Any closing thoughts or no? We're good? I think it's glad to, I'm glad to do this again. It's yeah. A, Dust off the cobwebs, get oh. back at it. Yeah, my uh, microphone hasn't been working, but we're going to get over that hump. I mean, it's fine, but you guys have the nice microphones. I've got oh, this yeah. one. Yeah. So. There's, there's accumulating, no, see that, there's accumulating yeah, dust over the past yeah. few months. So 
Yeah. But, um, Ever since that Masters party uh, <laughs> rom com recording, yeah, like, the lost air. the lost tapes, the um, lost episode, the B sides or whatever. The yeah. <laughs> few too many drinks with that one. But anyway, few too much eggnog. Yeah. Everybody, thanks for listening. We are going to be back hopefully with another episode in a week or two. Holiday related, of course. Appreciate all of you tuning back in, listening to us. Guys, thanks for, for coming back together, living the dream, putting it putting putting another episode out. Um, yeah. do we have if a movie? If you're doing something this holiday, feel free to put a couple episodes of Dudes of Rom Cons yeah. in your stockings. And I think I mean I think for the movies to come, we'll probably still discuss, but I mean go watch all of them. Go yeah. watch all of the holiday rom coms. Love Actually, Just Friends, Four Christmases, The Family Stone. Even the bad ones are good. Even the bad ones are good. Yeah, it's like, just be ready for anything. So, Be ready for anything. We're going to bring you anything here on Dudes Love Rom-Coms. Thanks again for listening, and we'll... uh... Don't we have a... We have a sign-off, don't we? Oh, yeah, you you do it. Yeah. And keep laughing. (laughs) Keep crying. Keep keep laughing, keep crying, keep falling in love, and we'll talk to you next time here on Dudes Love (laughs) Rom-Coms. Let's go! There we go. Took me a little while to remember, but... Okay.